I want to speak to you from a scripture in Psalm chapter 40, 1 through 3. I want to talk about past praise for present problems. Anybody have any problems in their life now? You have any present problems? Well, when you can't really see anything at the current time to be thankful for, you can always look back behind you and grab something that the Lord has done and that can fuel your faith to keep on going in your current situations. But the Bible says, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. You may take your seats. David recalls being stuck in a situation where he really had to wait for God. And honestly, I don't know what exactly the situation was because in Psalm 37, David was saying, do not worry about evildoers because the Lord would deliver and save if trust was placed in him. At Psalm 38, David said, O oh Lord, please do not rebuke me in thy wrath. Then he said, there is no soundness in my flesh because of thine anger, neither is there any rest in my bones because of my sin. Then in Psalm 39, we see David waiting for the Lord and he is saying, oh, spare me that I may recover strength. In these three Psalms, we can see three possible reasons David might have been stuck. He dealt with evildoers. He dealt with sin and the results of sin in his life. And lastly, we see that his strength was low. We as people can get stuck in life for many reasons. Sometimes other people can get you stuck. Sometimes because of sin, you can get yourself stuck. And other situations can hit you so hard, they can just take the breath out of you and you feel like you can't do anything. Have you ever dealt with a situation that just sat you down? You couldn't move, you couldn't think, you barely could breathe? Well, I'm sure David felt boxed in and stuck. But our text seems to imply that David is testifying because he said, when I was stuck in a sticky situation, I patiently waited for the Lord. Now, all of us 
have to wait. But the Bible says that David waited patiently for God. Many of us are pros at impatiently waiting on God. We want God to do everything now. We want God to deliver us now. We want God to bless us now. But when you trust God and wait patiently, you have an understanding that his timing is better than yours. Many of us can't hear God in our struggles because we're too impatient. And impatience does not imply trust but when David said, I waited patiently on God, we see that God inclined his ear to him and heard his cry. You know how you wait on God can determine whether or not he inclines his ear to you. And patiently waiting for God gives the picture that you were confident that God is going to hear your cry and show up in your situations. Hallelujah. So waiting patiently for God gets his attention because only a person who trusts God and waits patiently for him will wait for him. Only a person that trusts him will put faith in him. And only a person with faith in God can stand back and patiently wait on him. I remember early in my life, a group of people were waiting on me. And I admit they, they did have to wait kind of long. I had them waiting for a long time. But by the time I showed up, I could tell by the looks on their faces that they were so mad that I hate I even showed up. Sometimes people can wait on you and they can be so mad at you when you get there that you don't even want to show up. But don't get so mad in your waiting for God that you cause a situation where God won't work. I want God to be glad to show up in my life and in my situations, so I'm going to wait for him patiently, as long as it takes him to get to me, I know he has a good reason for taking that long. David said, I waited patiently. God heard me, and when he heard me, he brought me out of a horrible pit and set my feet up on a rock. David was saying God delivered him from a problem, and he said it was like miry clay or total instability and then David said he set him in a much better and a much more secure place he said he established my steps David waited patiently on the Lord and the Lord delivered David so David went on to say he has put a new song in my mouth. Does anybody have a new song today? He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. God's deliverance will cause songs and words of praise. When you think about what God has done for you, 
Sometimes you can't help but to lift your hands and give God praise. When we understand how good and right it is for the created to praise the creator, for the redeemed to praise the redeemer, for the delivered to praise the deliverer, we can understand that we can give God praise for what he's done in the past to help us in our present situations. We can give God praise for what he's already done and praising him for what he's done can fuel our faith to deal with what we are dealing with. David was able to sing a new song of deliverance, and his song of deliverance caused him to give God praise in the situation. David knew that the deliverance and the praise would be an effective testimony to others. So David said, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay. And then he set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth, praise to our God. Many will see what God has done, and they will come to trust in the Lord. You know, I praise God for that, and that's what David said, but I've lived long enough to know that David is not the only one with a testimony. I can remember times in my life when I didn't think I'd make it to see this day, but on this day when I look back into my life, I understand that God and only God brought me through the situations that I deal with. There were times when I felt like I was stuck, but when I look back, I see how God was just holding me in a certain place, keeping me from danger. I can see how God worked in my life when I looked in the mirror and saw a bullet hole in my chest and thought for sure I was going to die, but I can remember and look back and see how God worked in my situation and allowed me to fall to my lowest point so he could build me back up with the understanding of who he really was. Jesus, he has worked in my life so many times that I would be a fool not to give him praise. I would be a fool not to praise God in the midst of the current struggle because God has already done too much. And what he's done lets me know that he's going to continue to do what he has always been doing. When I think on the goodness of Jesus and everything he has already done, my soul cries out, Hallelujah. When I think on his goodness, I get new strength. When I think on his goodness, my hope is renewed. My joy is restored and peace comes over me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all must have some struggles and y'all understand that when you praise God in your struggle, he will come to you and start rearranging things. He might not erase the struggle, but he'll fix something in your mind. He'll fix something in your heart and you'll have the strength to stand in the problem. You'll have the strength to wait on God in the problem. You'll have the strength 
to lift your eyes to the hills from which comes your help because you know all your help come from God. Hallelujah. Jesus. When you stuck in your struggles, all you have to do is remember who God has been because Jonah said, I remembered the Lord and my prayer went up to him in his holy temple. The funny thing about Jonah when he said that, he was trapped in the belly of a fish. And Jonah said, when my soul fainted within me. Jonah was in a situation where he was petrified and he felt that he couldn't do anything. And I don't know what kind of situations you in. I don't know if your soul feels like fainting within you. I don't know if you feel like giving up. But if you remember the Lord in your struggles, you'll pray and have faith in him. But if you don't remember the Lord in your struggles, you'll forget to pray, you'll forget to have faith, and a person who forgets to pray and have faith and does not remember God certainly won't patiently wait on him. But when you understand that anybody can wait, either you can have a bad attitude when you wait, or you can do like David and patiently wait own God. It helps to understand that God is never accidental. Everything he does has a purpose. Sometimes we have to wait on God for God to align the pieces of the plan. And other times we have to wait for God because God has to align us. Sometimes the wait is because something is wrong with us. And as much as you want God to move in your situations now, as much as you want God to bring deliverance into your life now, sometimes he doesn't do it because we got more growing to do. We have more learning to do. We have more changing to do. We have more growing to do. But David related his problem to a horrible pit. And you might relate your problem to something worse. But whatever your problem is, if you patiently wait on the Lord and pray, he will hear you, he will deliver you, he will pluck your feet from the net. If you give God praise in the problem, it gets easier to wait on him in the problem because when you praise him, you remember how he saved you. You remember how he brought you out. You remember how he was a way where there was no way. You remember how he was a door where there was no door. He was food when you didn't have anything. And when you didn't have any love for yourself, it was God that demonstrated his love for you because when you were sinner, when you were distant, when you were weak and trapped in your sins, God still loved you and he worked on your behalf. There was a time when stuff would bring me to shambles, but no longer will I worry because I know what God has already done. And if God did all that he's already done for me, I know he will deliver me again. I know he'll lift me again. I know he'll stand me up again. I know he'll heal me again. I don't believe God has brought me this far 
to leave me so I will wait on the Lord in any situation because he can fix my problems better than I can. He can deal with my enemies better than I can. God can make a way for me better than I can make a way for myself. So it's better to wait on God patiently because the Lord is good to those who wait for him to the soul who seeks him. Hallelujah. The Lord will fight for you and you only need to stand and wait for him. When we wait patiently on God, we are acknowledging God's sovereign control of all things. We are coming to terms with our own dependence on God. We are seeking spiritual strength from the Lord and we are refraining from needless fear and worry. And when we do those things, we create the right environment for God to listen and hear our prayers. But the last thing David said that I want to say is, is David said that he would give this testimony or people will see what God does in his life and that will cause them to fear and trust God. So it makes me want to say don't get mad when you're struggling. Don't get mad when you're going through things. Don't get mad when everything seems to be wrong. Just understand that there's a purpose for the pain and there's a purpose for the problem. Somebody is watching you struggle and when they see you praising God in the midst of the struggle, they realize that there must be a God. They may say, why are you happy? Your situation is so messed up you don't have nothing to be happy for, but you can tell him I'm still praising God for what he did yesterday. And because I know if God blessed me yesterday, God can bless me today. If he delivered me yesterday, he can deliver me today. So if you feel like giving up, put some past praise in your present problems. Put some patience on your pressures. Patience is the key to your victory because the New Testament shows that patience purifies faith, it fosters hope, and it leads to perfection and pertains to charity. So learn to be more patient in your problems. Remember what God has already done for you in the past and praise him for the past blessings in the face of your present problems. Look back over your shoulder and remember what God has done. Hallelujah. And put some praise in the middle of your problems. Put some peace in the middle of the pity. Put some get through in the middle of your going through. Giving God praise makes you stronger in your present problems. So when problems show up, Understand that God has already done so much for you in the past that you can give him past praise in your present problems. No problem is too big to cancel out the praise that you should be giving God because when you think about how far God has brought you from, you understand how far he can take you so you can thank him for what he's done and remembering what he's done should give you faith to wait on God until he moves. Be not weary in well-doing for in due season you will reap if you faint not. 
in due season. You will reap if you patiently wait on him. So I won't faint because I remember that the Lord showed up for me when I was weak. And if he did it before, he'll do it again. And you can't faint because you are a living testimony. People look at you and they see you giving God praise in the midst of your problems. They see your joy in the midst of your pain. And they might ask, how are you still holding on? Just tell them the way that God has shown up in my past. I know he's going to show up big in my present problem. So I'll praise him while I'm going through because praising him while I'm going through helps me get through. Praise him in the midst of your problem. Praise him in the midst of your pain. And before you know it, he's going to step in your situation and he's going to give you some peace and a joy that allows you to hold on and hold out. You might have to wait for a while, but after you have waited for a while, I see you better than you were before. I see you stronger than you were before. I see you smarter than you were before. I see you higher than you were before. Jesus told the disciples to go to Jerusalem and wait for power, so they waited. And because they waited on the Spirit of God, they received power because they waited they received joy because they waited. They received peace. And if you wait for God in the midst of your struggle, God is going to show up in your struggle. And he's going to start rearranging your struggle. God is going to use your struggle to make you a better person. God is going to use your struggle to give you a higher testimony. God is going to use your struggle to lift you up in front of all of your enemies that were praying for your downfall. They were praying for you to fall. They were praying for you to fail. But Jesus is going to come and lift you up in front of all of your enemies. He prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies. God has been so good. He has done so much. There's no way I can look at my problem as if it's bigger than God because God can do the impossible and that means there's no problem that you are facing that is more powerful than God so you just learn how to have faith in the creator have faith in the deliverer and he's gonna come walking into your problem the same way he walked out on the deck of the ship when the disciples were in a storm your problem might look like a storm you might feel like your problem is killing you and tearing you to pieces but don't forget to remember Jesus and when you remember Jesus you might have to go back and get him you might have to remember something that he's done and when you get to Jesus and give him praise God I thank you just for what you did yesterday you might not show up how I want you to show up in this problem, but you've been so good in my yesteryears that I know I just can lift my hands and give you glory in this problem because I know when you show up, you're going to show up however you need to show up and how you show up is the right way for you to show up. I might want you to kill my enemies. <laughs> I might want God to kill my enemies, but thank God God does not do what we want him to do all the time because God's ways are higher than our ways. And if we just step back 
and patiently wait on God and lift our eyes up to him. God will step in the situation and he'll bring the deliverance that only he can bring. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is so good. And it never hurts to praise him. Whatever you're dealing with. It could be sickness. It could be lack. It could be loneliness. It could be depression. You could be at the brink of suicide. But if you lift your eyes to the hills, from whence comes your help? God will walk into your situation and bring a peace that only he could bring. And when God delivers you, <laughs> you delivered. When God saves you, you are saved. When God works on your problem, your problem has been worked on. Our only responsibility in our problems is to give God praise because we know that God is capable of fixing any situation. Give God praise. Give God praise for his word. You might have a problem. And God is saying that I would work on your problem, but you still haven't praised me for what I did for you last week. I would bless you financially, but you still haven't. <laughs> Come on, you got to understand that God is a blesser. And if you understand how much of a blesser God is, you wouldn't worry when your problems come in on you. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we are your people. You know we deal with so much. You know how weak we are. And we thank you for providing the strength that we need to keep putting one foot in front of the other. We thank you for the hope that allows us to keep moving forward at times when we can't see a reason to keep moving forward. You are our faithful God who has always shown up. And we thank you for always showing up. We thank you for always providing. We thank you for always keeping us safe. Many of us would not be here if it was not for you. Father, and we're sorry for not giving you the praise that you deserve. We sing it all the time. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. So, Father, touch our hearts and make us praisers. Touch our hearts and make us worshipers. Hallelujah. We pray these things in Jesus' name. I would be wrong if I didn't give someone a chance to meet this God, to meet Jesus. After all, that's who we're talking about. 
Jesus looked way on into the future and he saw you and he said that brother, that sister is going to need salvation so he became a sacrifice so you so I could have salvation he gave his life so that we might live so that we could be saved don't ever think you're not valuable enough don't ever think you're not valuable because people don't think you're valuable God God thought you were valuable and that's why he sent his son to die for you if you were the only person on earth and you had sin in your life Jesus still would have come to earth and died for you and that's something to praise God for. If you know that you don't have Jesus in your life, raise your hand. I want to pray with you. I want to shake your hand. And our altar workers just want to spend a moment with you and give you some important information. We can wait. <laughs> We've been talking about patience. Someone is having that second thought right now. Someone is remembering last week when you were in the house of the Lord that you should have ran down to the altar and gave your life, but you didn't. And that thought bothered you all week. Now is your time to come and put your hand in the hand of the master. Now is your time to be delivered. Now is your time to be lifted and saved. Hallelujah. Let's give God some praise, people. so glad you all have come forward to give your lives to Christ, to rededicate your lives to him. Glad you all come forward to just get closer to him. Please repeat this prayer after me, everyone. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus is your son, and I believe he came to earth and died, but on the third day he rose again with all power in his hand and because of this salvation is available to me so Jesus forgive me for my sins come into my heart and create in me a new mind 
and help me walk in the newness of life. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Everyone put your hands together for salvation. Now, altar workers just want to spend a moment with you. If all of you can just turn to your left and follow Elder John Patton. Welcome, sir.